You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome in. This is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. And obviously going to have a lot on the show today. Certainly want to hear from you. 1-800-919-ESPN. And, you know, when I did my last show on Saturday morning, my usual process is, is you immediately, once that show's done, that's in the books, can't do anything about that one anymore, you immediately start thinking about your next one. And obviously I'm not on on Sundays, but uh, back on Saturday as I was leaving, you start to think about, all right, Monday, what's going to be the story? We're going to have to look ahead to the Super Bowl. We really haven't done that yet. The Chiefs and the Niners getting ready for Sunday and all that that entails. And then you start to think about, all right, maybe we bring up something about pitchers and catchers, how far away that is away. Or maybe the baseball writers' uh, dinner over the weekend, Justin Verlander's comments about the Astros. And then you simply, you have a day like yesterday. A day like yesterday that you will remember for the rest of your life. That with the news of the death of Kobe Bryant, which even now, it just sounds weird, man, to say the words, the death of of Kobe Bryant just hits you. And then you get the news yesterday that it's not just Kobe Bryant that passes away in that um, helicopter crash out in Calabasas, California, but his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, was one of the nine people on that helicopter flight. And immediately, I think like you, I know for me, it was shock. You deal with the shock first. And then you deal with the sadness. And I don't really think you ever get away from that feeling yesterday. It's just the incredible sadness. Sadness for the loss of life. Sadness for the senselessness of it all, right? For everyone involved. Think of all those families whose lives will never be the same. And maybe you're like me. Yesterday was my, my son's birthday party. So my son's 12. So we get home from that. And my general reaction is always, you know, my first thing to do. All right. You know, I have my family time. You always try and put your phone away. And then we got home. We put some stuff away. I pop on my phone and the news had basically just broken a little while before that. And you immediately you go to the TV. You've got your iPad there and you just can't move. And you don't even realize that time is passing because you are just caught in this this wave of of sadness and and how the story yesterday just kept feeling worse and worse and you think about Kobe Bryant and the lifetime of memories that that guy gave us burst on the scene as this I'm pretty sure he was 17 when he was drafted but let's say he was 18 when he first starts playing right out of high school Drafted by not just some team, drafted by the L.A. Lakers. 13th pick in the first round after the trade for uh, Vladi Divac. And that thing gets worked out because at first it seemed like Divac was going to retire and then it all worked out. And it did not take long. When you first hear this high school guy, I didn't know that much about him at the time. I know his exploits were, and it was obviously before really the Internet had taken hold, but his exploits in, in Philadelphia were well, uh, well, well documented. But he burst on the scene, and it didn't really take you long. That first year, 
Still learning the game, still learning a little bit, but it did not take long for that guy, for you to realize this guy is going to be special. And you think about 20 years in the NBA, 18 All-Star games, five titles, the pairing with him and Shaq, and then the breakdown of that relationship. Shaq dealt away, Shaq winning without him. And then his game blossoming in some ways, right? Statistically blossoming, but his reputation took a major hit. A major hit, because he was the one that got the blame for that relationship falling apart. And they could have certainly, it seemed like at the time, continue to win title after title. Keep those two guys together. Forget about a big three. All they needed was a big two. And then losing to the Celtics in, was it 2008? And then 09 and and 10 winning titles. And not just the wins, the performance, 81-point game. Scoring 60 in his final game. I mean, you can go on and on about his career. And the lifetime of memories that that guy gave us. And what makes yesterday stand out is that, unfortunately... His death will be the most memorable thing. You are always going to remember where you were, what you were doing when you saw the news, when you read the tweet. And you think of 41 years old. News that is no other way to put it, just too sad to believe. It doesn't seem real. Even as you're sitting there watching the news reports. And here's this guy, this athlete who has lived clearly, even at that point, even for 41 years, has lived a full life. But as a man at just 41, his life is just beginning. He has this young family, this daughter who it was, I think, just six months old, who will now never know her father. It's just awful. There's no other words you can use than it is just awful. And it just felt like yesterday, the waves of it. The impact of it, the ripples of it, just continually made it more and more sad. You think about the fact that his 13-year-old daughter was with him. That here is this dad. Yes, he's Kobe Bryant. He's this world-known person, this famous person. But at another level, he's just his dad taking his daughter to a basketball game. Something we all do. Something we all spend our weekends doing. And here she is cut down at the age of 13, and you think about all that she could have done. And now we'll never get that chance. And it's unfortunately reminiscent. We have these stories from time to time, and everybody kind of has that one that that hit them with, with greater impact, or it was the first time that it hit them. And for me, as a kid, it was Thurman Munson. When Thurman Munson went down, I was uh, seven years old, big Yankee fan, and And sitting there, I remember sitting and watching the news and and just the shock of it. Roseanne Scarmadella on ABC News was the one that I remember watching, sitting in front of the TV. But for others, it was uh, maybe Roberto Clemente, if you're that age, or or maybe uh, Steve McNair. That certainly was – but Kobe's impact – was just so much bigger and, and really was just getting underway in some ways as more than an athlete. So it felt like he was just, you know, 41 years old, just beginning life, and that he was a guy who clearly had way more to give. And it's just one of those moments you will just never forget, that you hear the news and you can't move for hours. 
So if it's if it was an athlete or um, you know just somebody who had an impact on the world, John Lennon or uh, Princess Diana, or if you're a certain age, maybe JFK. And you think about, at least I did yesterday, maybe you're the same way, 1-800-919-ESPN, that it's not just about his career or the impact that the games had or the championships. But, you know, as a father of two, I sat there yesterday and you think about the amount of lives that news impacted. You first think about his wife, Vanessa. Here is this young family just getting started. And now she's a widow who has also lost her daughter. You think about those kids who just lost their father and their sister. And then you go to the next level, all the players, all the people that knew him, all the NBA players that knew him, played with him, played against him, just personally knew him, had a relationship with him, cut down in his prime. You think about how it impacts the entire league. You have this ambassador, this world-recognized ambassador for not just the men's game. But with his daughter's dream, which was well-documented yesterday about how she wanted to play in the WNBA and certainly seemed like she was on a path towards that, how that would have impacted that game. Then, obviously, you see the impact that it had on fans across the nation. The memorial outside of Staples Center, Laker fans, but I think it's even bigger than that, even further out. You think about all those kids that were playing in that league that Kobe and his daughter were on their way to and how the news yesterday will just impact their lives for the rest of their lives. Devastating. For the other people involved in the crash, the impact it has on those families, mothers, fathers, sisters, just absolute devastation. So if you have memories you want to share, the number you know, of course, 1-800-919-ESPN, one 800 Seven six, And I think that this is one of those things that maybe it's for you too. I love about radio is that when events like this happen, as tragic as they are, as sad as they are, as devastating as there are, I don't think that there's a better medium than radio for being able to get each other through it, get each other through something like that you experienced yesterday. So we're going to hear the thoughts of, of so many people because yesterday you can tell the impact – that Kobe had on so many people's lives because even in grief, even while people are dealing with this shocking news that you, you almost can't imagine, the amount of beautiful tributes yesterday were astounding. Just it gives you a scope of how big a tragedy something like yesterday was from from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, to uh, Jerry West, Dwayne Wade, Mike Breen during the Nick game yesterday, Greg Popovich after the Spurs game of what Kobe's legacy was. And what they will carry with them from knowing him personally. So we'll hear some of those remembrances. We'll hear from you at 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. But also, we have the poll question today. And I'll be honest with you, I thought about, you know what, tomorrow we're just going to, we're not going to do that. It's just not a day for that. But there was one thing that popped up yesterday that it did kind of make me scratch my head. So I used it as the poll question today. I don't know. Maybe you feel the same way. Maybe you feel opposite. Maybe you feel completely different because there is a there is a point of view to feel on the other side of things because of who Kobe Bryant was. And it is simply, did the NBA do the right thing yesterday by playing the games? Because when the news first hit, I was watching, you know, you see it on the Pro Bowl or you see it on ESPN News. Or you see it. I, I was flipping around the channels just because I couldn't get over it.
And I flipped on uh, NBA TV for a while and heard the thoughts of Brian Shaw, who was one of the people who um, who uh, gave such a just an eloquent. I mean, dealing with just devastating tragedy of someone who he knew, and yet even on the air could could um, could do so so eloquently. Um, did the NBA do the right thing yesterday? And I was watching. As I said, NBA TV, and they, I remember them saying that uh, the games are going to be carried out today. And I thought to myself, they're going to play the games? They're actually going to play games today while everybody's dealing, while players are dealing with this? So coming up, I'll give you my thoughts on uh, the poll question. You can certainly vote on it. It's on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. His innate character, his, um, his being, his spirit was incredible. It was just incredible, and uh, it's rare that I've been around a lot of people in my life, and you know, every time I was around him, if that was through the Players' Tribune, if that was through as a player, if that was through random workouts, there's something so damn uplifting about him. It just made you want to be better in every aspect of your life because that's who he was, and that's the standard of excellence that he held himself to all the time. And um, today's just a really today's a tough day. Yeah, that's Jay Williams on Sports Center yesterday or on uh, ESPN News. Talking about the tragedy, obviously, uh, what we're talking about today. It's 98.7 ESPN's Super Box Bonanza 2. We're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes, including a $3,000 grand prize. This is the last week to get your boxes for the big game, so listen to DiPietro Canty Rothenberg, 10 to 1, the all-new Barton Hahn Show, 1 to 3, and the Michael K Show, 3 to 7. It's all brought to you by PC Richard and Son. Get ready for the big game with a new TV from PC Richard and Son and your home for football, 98.7 ESPN. So it is the Gordon Damer Show. We are obviously spending our day, to, our day today talking about the uh, shocking news yesterday, the death of Kobe Bryant dying in a helicopter crash out in uh, California along with his daughter Gigi, uh, just uh, 13 years old. Seven other people dying yesterday in that helicopter crash. So obviously condolences to Kobe's family, obviously condolences to everybody involved in that crash and just uh, unimaginable tragedy for those families. Just, uh, you know, that was what I was struck with yesterday. Kobe Bryant Yes, he is this NBA superstar, this this world icon uh, on, a, on a level that most of us uh, won't ever be able to uh, comprehend. But yesterday was just a dad taking his daughter to her game, something every parent does on a Saturday or on a weekend. So when you think of uh, that story, it's it's one that obviously impacted you right off the bat, right, as soon as you hear the news. And you hear some of the, the, the tributes yesterday, be it um, Jay Williams or uh, be it um, Bryant Shaw I saw yesterday. Or you hear uh, Tiger Woods finding out the news after his round yesterday or Spike Lee or, or Stephen A or Woj or all these people giving these uh, beautiful tributes. And certainly want to hear from you, 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. The poll question today, which is up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, is about uh, the NBA deciding to play the games yesterday. And I get it. Uh, there's more to it, I'm sure, for Adam Silver that goes into it than uh, I can understand. But I got to be honest with you, as soon as I heard yesterday that the NBA was going to play games after the news that you got yesterday, I get it. There was a, what was it, the Memphis game that was about to get started or the Denver game was about to get started. I'm not sure which game was about to get started. The day is a bit of a fog. But to think that you went out and carried out those games yesterday, I thought was just an absolute mistake. Now, I get it, Kobe Bryant with the the Mamba mentality, right, never giving up, never giving in. People will point out, you know what, he would want uh, the games to be played. You never, never, never quit. And that the games, I'm sure, for for Kobe's family were the last thing on their mind as they were dealing with this 
unspeakable and unimaginable tragedy. I just look, you know, when when somebody dies, the process that we go through is not just for that person, but for all the people that were impacted by that person's life and that person's death. So be it, a, a, you know, be it a, a, a wake or anything like that, you're, you're doing that not just for the person who died, but for the, per, for the people that are left living. And to me, watching the scenes yesterday of players obviously emotionally distraught by the news that they found out, sometimes not that long before they were playing games, to me, I think it was a mistake. I think it was a mistake, but you can vote on the poll question that's up on Twitter, at Gordon Dammer. We'll get to your phone calls in just a second. I just want to, you know, for, for, for Kobe's legacy as a player, as, you know, this person that we've watched as an 18-year-old bursting on the scene all the way through a 20-year career, and a career that was, uh, you know, as legendary as really any we've seen. I mean, he, he's in the conversation of, of greatest players of all time. And for all the adjectives used yesterday, I guess the one that, that you come away with it more so than anything else is passion. Passion for basketball, passion for winning, passion to be the best. He had this unbelievable talent. That's obvious, right? Drafted at 17 right out of high school to play in the NBA, to be one of the greatest players we'll ever see in a league made up of. How many guys have played in the NBA total? Like 5,000 probably? And they're all... To be drafted into the NBA, you have to have incredible talent. And yet it was not just his talent, which was incredible, but it was his passion. It was his work ethic, which I think ties into passion, his passion for basketball. Nobody was going to outwork him. Countless stories yesterday of guys thinking, you know what, I'm going to get to practice or I'm going to get to the, the arena earlier than him and outwork him, and Kobe was already there. And it didn't just translate into basketball. The passion wasn't just limited to that. It was the same way with his outside interests, winning an Oscar just a couple of years ago, right? Passion for his family. That meme that has gone around here the last couple of months of him in retirement sitting with his daughter at that game recently, explaining the game. And we don't even know what they were saying. We don't even know what they were talking about. But that video clip, which is just so beautiful and at the same time now just so heartbreaking, that clip of him on Jimmy Kimmel, which I'm, I'm sure you've seen by now about him telling you know people talking about his uh, – he needed to have a son to pick up his legacy to carry things on and, and him saying, no, my daughter's going to do that with her dreams. And, and look, it's been said and you can't – it's going to be in every story that talks about the life and times of Kobe Bryant that it's clear that uh, his life was not perfect like all of us. It was not perfect. And I saw Bob Costas speaking somewhere uh, in a clip. I don't know where it was from. That when sometimes when someone as talented and as, as famous as Kobe Bryant dies under circumstances like this, there's a tendency for, for anyone to, to make them out to be a saint. And nobody is. And Kobe wasn't. And he had his flaws. He had his missteps, of course. But to recover from one very public, very ugly incident the way he did, to recover and to make himself, by all accounts, a better person, a better husband, a better father – and a better person impacting the lives of others, that's something to be commended. So I think that uh, the one word that I was left with yesterday was not just uh, passion for basketball, but passion for life. And that we all don't know how long we have, and you have to live your life to the fullest. So uh, that's, a, that's a lesson that we get taught countless times, and sometimes we, you know, the rat race of life we kind of forget. But yesterday was a, a cold, brutal reminder of it.
All right, let's get some phone calls in. 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. We'll go to Gene and Elizabeth. Gene, you're first up. What's up, man? Gene. Hey, hello? Yeah, yeah what's hello. up? Hello. Um, yeah, I'm calling about the Kobe Bryant. Um, yeah, I've been a Chicago Bulls fan, you know, all my life. And I always mimic that uh, Kobe's trying to be like Jordan all the time and always – didn't really like him as that much. And as, you know, Jordan, the era of, you know, the Lakers and Shaq came upon, you know, I kind of liked it, uh, Sacramento Kings at the time and their battles with Kobe. And I always wanted them to beat Lakers. I was like, oh, because I just think <laughs> uh, Kobe was just trying to mimic Jordan all the time. But, I you know, over time I realized, you know what I mean, his, his love and compassion and and how he never quits you know i kind of you know respect that and now that he's gone you know it just you know it just brought me to tears you know for his you know his family and his children is it really touched me and it's, and it's more than basketball it's just you know i feel so so bad so sad and so so bad it just brought me to tears that you know he you just lost a great a great guy. You're not, not a great basketball player, but a, a great individual. Yeah. Hey, look, it's sad. Yeah. You know, anytime a 41-year-old dies, it's terribly, you know, sad and tragic, especially a young father and, and stuff like that. And you, you brought up the, the Jordan comparison. And it kind of feels like uh, it, it didn't take long for the, the Jordan comparisons to Kobe to eventually morph into the, the, the Jordan comparisons for LeBron. The, the the Jordan comparisons to Kobe made a lot more sense, right? He was more of a direct uh, result of, of of Jordan's career. Like if you squint in your eyes and you, you can't see the jersey, you just see the person playing, the style of play, the, the, the psycho, crazy win mentality that uh, even if you hated Jordan, you, you had to respect and you had to respect it for Kobe. So you can definitely see those comparisons there. Uh, and it's certainly a much more direct comparison just from the time he played to uh, to to the style of play. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely see, Co- you know, the movements, the, the, the drives to the basket, the, the way that he mimicked him in uh, so many ways. But Kobe was able to, you know, the, the, there was a lot of people who came along or who got the mantle, oh, this guy's going to be the, the next Jordan. This guy's going to be the next Most of them didn't uh, carry that mantle for very long. So he uh, he took that mantle and, and made it into something for himself with five titles and 20 years. And, and uh, one of the, you'd have to say, one of the most iconic players that we have, uh, that we have witnessed. Let's go out to uh, Phil in Queens. Phil, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's up? Um, so I want to share a memory that I had with my sister, um, at the garden, um, when the kids were younger, when his kids were younger, um, I believe it was his oldest daughter and Gigi, we were at the garden and I turn around and I'm sitting there looking at my sister. And I said, I think we're sitting next to Kobe Bryant's wife and his two kids. She goes, yeah. And, um, you know, I just remember, um, uh, uh, she was so sweet, uh, Vanessa and the two kids were so well behaved and, um, cute, you know, cutest little girls, um, and I'm a new father now. I just had a little girl three months ago. And, um, thanks, man. And just to, uh, you know, remember that, remember that their face, seeing pictures of them when they were young on TV yesterday, um, it just, it hit me, and, um, 
you know, I'm sad for everybody um, on that day, for everybody. And um, it was just a memory that um, me and my sister shared, and um, we got to meet them. And like I said, just two cute little girls, well-behaved, and... Um, very sweet. It was a. It was something to remember. You know. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, you see those pictures yesterday, Phil. And thanks for the call. You, you see him uh, not just sitting with his daughter Gigi, because it seems like there's there's lots of photos either at games or just just in life. But you see them sitting all as a family, and uh, yeah, he's he's this obviously world famous former NBA player, this Oscar winner who's done all these different things, but it hits you at a different level because you just know that that's just a dad sitting with his kids. And uh, you think about your own kids and how that, that news just impacts you. It's just, uh, it's just absolutely heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. Let's go to Sal in Aberdeen. Sal. Yeah, Gordon, you're so right. You hit it on the head so many times this morning. I mean, it's my wife doesn't know a basketball from a baseball. And when she got home from work today, she was, uh, yesterday, she was, like in tears, she was like, "She goes, did you hear Kobe Bryant died?" And it's, uh, I'm getting choked up right now. I mean, it's just the the whole family thing. It's just you remember when you brought you. Um, my kids are 30 and 25, and you remember the all the games you brought them to and all the things you did with them, and that they're not going to experience that now. It's just so so sad, and the passion he had for life, and like you said, we all have missteps in our life. But you have to grow from them. And that's what this man did. He grew. He became a better person for this, for whatever happened to him. And in my in my estimation, I think basketball should just they should retire his number 24. Just the way they did Jackie Robinson, his number should be retired because he did so much for basketball. And it, it's like you said, it's very therapeutic. It, this is a world loss. He was known around the world. And, and and that's that's my memory of him is just being a good father and a good family man. And I I would hope my kids can grow up and and emulate that also, just to be a good person, be good to everybody. You know, you look at the good in people. Don't look at the bad in people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's something Sal, my mom would always say. And uh, you know, if you're around people who have you know a negative character, take the good. Follow and, and, and emulate the good things that those people do and uh, leave out the bad. And uh, Kobe, yeah, you know, uh, people will bring it up. He obviously had his missteps along the way that were, you know, things here or there. Obviously the very public one in, in Colorado and uh, by all accounts he, he took that and, and changed from it. And you talk about an icon and, and Sal brought, brings up a good point because my wife does not care about sports one way or the other. And there will be countless times – or I will bring up something that we talked about on the show that, that to me is like this huge, big story. And to sports fans, is this huge, big story. And I'll say it to my wife and she'll be like, what are you talking about? And I'll be like, how can you, how can you not know about the Astros and their cheating scandal? She doesn't know what the hell I'm talking about. But yesterday, as we got home from my, my son's birthday party and I picked up my uh, iPad and I see the news, I, I, I saw a couple of pictures of Kobe and I didn't, didn't register at the time. And then I saw a tweet from, from Woj, and I, I said, holy blank, out loud. And my wife is like, what? And you know, I broke the news, and she, she could not believe it. And it wasn't something that I obviously needed to explain who Kobe Bryant was. And even my kids, who are not the biggest sports fans in the world, they even knew. So, yeah, I mean, he, that just tells you the impact that he has on such a, a wide scale, and, and not just in the United States, but from growing up in, in Italy and and his his impact worldwide he, he's really one of the 
I would think that he was one of the real first global ambassadors of basketball. So it's a, it's it's a unimaginable the scale of loss when you get a story like that yesterday. one 800 espn one 800 So we'll get more of your calls if you want to. You know, this is something that radio does probably better than anything else is that when you have unbelievable tragedy like this, we can all kind of get through it, get through it with each other. So if you have a remembrance that you want to have, 1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number. The poll question is up for today about whether or not the NBA did the right thing by playing the games yesterday. So there's obviously going to be – this is going to be the story that dominates throughout the day. We'll have much more on it coming up. This would be 18 for 20 from the line and an 81-point game. 55 in the second half. Ladies and gentlemen, you have witnessed the second greatest scoring performance in NBA history. All right. We obviously had lots of uh, options there for a moment of inspiration on this day. That we remember Kobe Bryant there, his 81-point game. So certainly everybody remembers that one. I figure that was the could have went the 60-point game, could have went with the, the five titles, could have done a thousand different things. But uh, we'll uh, we'll use that one for today. Of course, this is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. And we are spending a good portion of the day today, the whole show today, as every show will, remembering the life and times of Kobe Bryant, who was so tragically cut down yesterday at the age of 41 in that helicopter crash, along with his, his 13-year-old daughter and, and seven other people. And obviously, condolences to everybody who uh, lost someone yesterday to the families involved, to all the people who uh, obviously knew Kobe Bryant and were impacted by that news yesterday. You didn't have to look far to find someone who had uh, been impacted by Kobe Bryant's legacy, his his his, his career, his after-career, which uh, seemed like it was just really getting going, right? is set to be inducted uh, this year in the Basketball Hall of Fame. And to think about what that speech would have been like, right? Kobe Bryant talking about his career. That would have been incredible. And now we don't get the chance, and um, it's just unbelievably sad. It's just unbelievably sad. So I did want to play you some of the reactions because there were just so many heartfelt. And think about These are people who are dealing with this tragedy in real time. And so many people um, had so many great remembrances of him yesterday. Um, let, uh, we'll play some of them because some of them are just so long uh, that we, we would run out of time. But here's Jalen Rose on NBA Countdown talking about Kobe, that uh, he accomplished. So, think about all that he accomplished in 41 years on this planet. All of the cliches that we um, throw out in sports, Kobe Bryant uniquely embodied them. Like he, he had a tireless pursuit. He played through injury. He deplored load management. He only wanted to be the all-time greatest. He won an Academy Award as a retired player. Usually, it's so very tough to reinvent yourself. And him talking about investing and, and, and so many great things that he was able to accomplish in such a short time after basketball, I, 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 I'm really just, uh, excuse me if I'm at a loss for words, because I am. All right, here's uh, Spike Lee. I believe wholeheartedly he was planning what his life would be after basketball wrote children's books, 
won an Oscar. So he was, who knows what was in future for him. Yeah, that, and that's, you know, when something like this happens yesterday, you think about all that we and all that he and his family are going to lose out on, all the possibilities that now will never come to pass. And uh, Mike Breen and Clyde Frazier talked about, obviously, Kobe during the Knicks game yesterday. He meant so much to NBA fans. And I don't think Clyde, it was just because of his enormous talent and all the success that he achieved. I think a lot of it had to do with he loved playing basketball. He just love of the game. And then his work ethic, because the reason he was such a great player was because he simply outworked everybody. Yeah, remember he made the quantum leap from high school to the pros. And I remember once my guy had to pick up tickets in the lobby at the Knicks. And I went in there. I thought I was in L.A., man. Every jersey I saw, everybody in there was wearing number eight. And that's when I realized the magnitude of this guy. I said, this guy's big, man. He's taking over New York tonight. All right, here's Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, I was in, there. I was in the bed <laughs> with my son. My wife called me crying. You know, people that's close to the family called me. You know, at that point, it was everything just kind of went numb, dark. Basketball for me was the furthest thing you know, on my mind today. I think I saw you a couple times on the bench and just look, you know, the hood on. And not really. Were you going away from the game at times? Yeah, I was. Uh, I, had to, I had, excuse me, I had to, try, I had to like pull myself back in and check back in uh, emotionally because I, I wasn't there today. Yeah. So there you go. There's Carmelo Anthony as well. I, I, we could play. I mean, we could be on here until Golic and Wingo show is over. We're playing the amount of people that uh, obviously. Had remembrances uh, of Kobe Bryant yesterday and uh, just some of them there that I thought were uh, some of the, the real highlights. You know, hearing Carmelo Anthony talk about here's this guy who obviously impacted him in a way that we can't uh, really even begin to comprehend. And here he had to go out and play a game yesterday. And, and that's the poll question, which is up for today. It just felt like a mistake. It felt, it felt uh, crazy that the NBA decided to play those games yesterday. I know people will go on the other side that, that that's what Kobe would have wanted. But uh, to me, it's when, when you get news like that, uh, that impacts you in such a way, it's not just about the person or the people who passed away. It's about those who are left now to kind of pick up their lives and try to put things back together in a way that's going to take uh, a very long time if, if you can do it at all. It's, it's news that when you get yesterday, you will always remember where you were and how you heard that news. And uh, to see guys go out there yesterday basically crying on the court, uh, it seems um, it seems a bit strange to have uh, to have done that yesterday. All right, let's get some more calls in. one 800 espn one 800 Here's Brian in Jersey. Brian, go, my man. Hey, Gordon, how you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm devastated over this as everybody else. Yeah. I never met the guy in my life. You know, he played in the era of basketball with great legends like himself. And it's just devastating. And, you know, I'm sitting there saying to myself, why am I so heartbroken over this? I never met the guy. But you realize I'm 45 years old. This guy was in my life watching basketball, playing with the best, you know. And he touched so many people, just a class act guy. And I felt like I, I lost a friend I never met. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and but your poll question, the NBA should be ashamed of themselves. No game should have been played. None. And it's just heartbreaking. Just heartbreaking. Yeah. No, look, Brian, I mean, I think you uh, you encapsulate it pretty well for a lot of people. You know, that's the, the power that sports have. You know, there's certain things in life that, yeah, you don't meet the people 
But you don't need to meet the people for those people to have an impact on your life, be it music, be it sports. It's one of the rare things that you um, you don't need to. You can enjoy it outside of knowing that person. And Kobe is one of those guys that uh, whose career, I mean, think about I mean, think about that career. Here he comes, an 18-year-old kid into the NBA. Play, you know, it would be one thing if he played for New Orleans or uh, Memphis. He was playing for the L.A. Lakers, winning titles, doing it all. And uh, just one of the most iconic players that we'll ever see. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Don's in Whippany. Don, go, my man. Hey, Gordon. What's up? Uh, yeah, I just want to say uh, this is, uh, you know, this resonates with a lot of fans and a lot of callers that, too. I mean, I can't remember the last time I was ever in tears or if I ever was over a sports figure. And, I mean, you know, after Jordan retired, I mean, you know, my friends and I, like, we didn't have anyone after that emulated him. And, you know, Kobe, Kobe was that next guy. And um, just so... It's just devastating, and it just goes to show you this is bigger, bigger than basketball. I mean, um, you know, life is precious, and uh, I don't know. It's just going to take time to process, and I'm with you, too. Like, I don't think they should have played any of the games yesterday. And, I mean, I work over in the city, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, wonder if the Empire State Building colors will be purple or gold or who knows. And even Mark Cuban said, he's, you know, no one's ever going to wear number 24 again, but... Like I said, it's just I can't remember the last time I was just devastated, oh, you know, over a sports figure. And like I said, it just resonates with us. Now I know why. Yeah, I, I look. Yeah. It's it, it. Everybody kind of has that that one that you remember, right? Like as I said, for me, Thurman Munson was that person when I was a kid, and it hits you in a way, and and you feel like when you get older, right? Like you've been around the block, right? You you've been through things in your life. You've been through tragedies and. Nothing surprises you anymore. Nothing shocks you anymore. And then you get hit with the news yesterday, and uh, it's it's absolutely devastating. And it's devastating on so many levels. It's not just that he was this iconic player. It's not just that we all witnessed. You know, everybody who's alive right now and is listening or is going to work, you, it's not somebody from fifty years ago, right? That you kind of knew, or you maybe saw a little bit of their. You saw his whole career, and an amazing career. But it's not just that. It's it's that he's cut down in the prime of his life. His life was just getting going. 41, that's nothing. He's this young father with these these kids and this wife and, and, and so much to give. It wasn't just like some guy who, okay, he used to play in the NBA. He was still doing stuff. He was still impacting people's lives in a way that most of us will never be able to do. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's you can understand why it resonates on such a level that uh, very few will ever do. Very few will ever do. Everybody at home, you give that person next to you whatever thing you have wrong in your life with them. If this might be small or big, let the shit go. None of that stuff matters, man. This is uh, it's about life being precious with every damn second we have here. Because it, from somebody who knows who almost happened to me, like that, man, it's just over. It's done randomly, randomly, arbitrarily. And the NBA should cancel all games today. I don't really know what else to say. All right, so there you go. There's Jay Williams yesterday uh, talking about the uh, tragedy that uh, the story we're focusing on all day, and everyone will, obviously, because of uh, the news that we got yesterday about the death of Kobe Bryant, which i got to be honest, there's certain words you just put together and they just sound weird, man, no matter how many times you say them. The death of Kobe Bryant at the age of 41, just awful. 
Awful news, and certainly uh, want to hear from you, 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. And the poll question, which is up for today on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, did the NBA do the right thing yesterday by playing the games? It just It just struck me wrong because, you know, you have guys, you know, it's one thing to go out and do your job with a heavy heart. Guys yesterday were playing with broken hearts. I mean, these are guys who had direct contact with this guy, this iconic figure. And think about how sad we all are when we hear the news and how shocked we are, all are when we hear the news because we feel like we know Kobe from the exploits on the court or, or the stories off the court or all these different things. These are people who actually did know him, who actually did impact their lives directly. And uh, I think the NBA just kind of screwed it up yesterday. I'm sure there's a lot that goes into the decision. I know that I can't even comprehend uh, Adam Silver's job in a moment like that, but uh, just uh, – it just felt wrong. Just felt wrong. Hey, I got to get this in because it's out of place, but I got to do it. It's the biggest heavyweight title fight in decades as world champion Deontay Wilder faces lineal champ Tyson Fury live from Las Vegas. Two undefeated heavy hitters square off for the second time, the most anticipated rematch in recent history. Saturday, February 22nd, 9 p.m. live on pay-per-view. So in case you're just joining us this morning, this has been uh, obviously the focus all news all, all day about the, the news yesterday, the death of Kobe Bryant and that helicopter crash out in Calabasas, California. One of nine people along with his 13-year-old daughter. And you just think of the, the senselessness of it all, right, for a guy who uh, for half of his life, more than half of his life, gave us these memories throughout his NBA career. This memorable thing that happened yesterday is the one that, unfortunately, at least maybe it won't be down the road, but it just feels like right now for a guy who gave us a lifetime of memories that this will be the most memorable thing, the tragedy of it, the shock of it, the indescribable sadness of it all. And you just think about how many people's lives will be forever changed as a result of it. And uh, I think Jay Williams, I mean, he's a, he's, he's a guy who can give you a unique perspective on it, right? A guy whose life almost was, with that motorcycle accident, almost uh, cut short as well. And you think about Kobe Bryant at the age of 41, his life really, his career over, but his life just beginning. And uh, how senseless and, and tragic it is all. All right, let's get some as many calls as we can get in here, guys. Don't ask me how I'm doing. Just get right to it, okay? So let's go to Josh and Mayapak. Josh, go, man. Uh, yeah, this is truly uh, heartbreaking, Kobe's passing, and I'm, and I'm feeling it. But, we, but the games should be played, and I think it is what Kobe would want. I didn't know him, but I believe it is what he would want. And um, you got can't take away from the importance of what the game does. It brings everyone and everything together. So we wouldn't know Kobe Bryant without this game. I believe we should play it. Have your moment of silence. Have your halftime tribute, but we should play the game. All right, John. Look, I, I can understand that. Now, I'm sure you're probably right. Kobe probably would have wanted it. I just think that uh, you can have the game bring us all together when we've had a proper amount of time to kind of process this. And you see guys yesterday, they had not pro- – I mean, they're – it's going to be a while before they process it. And I'm not saying that you have to, to cancel all the games for, for weeks on end, but I think yesterday probably wouldn't have been the right call. Mark, South Jersey, go, man. Yeah, uh, Gordon, I got to see um, the Sixers and the uh, and the Lakers on Saturday. Uh, listening to the Brian talk about how surreal it was to pass uh, Kobe in his hometown and the fact that I'm glad you got to play the Jay Williams part because I wanted to implore also to your listeners 
uh, the ability to go out there and, and love on your kids, your family, uh, squash anything that goes on based on that. Because we listen to Debbie, we listen to Brandy every day, talk about accidents of uh, where we live, and they're all over the world. And as tragic as it is, I hope people get their uh, their life in order, whatever faith they believe in their family as well, because that truly is what we should take away from, uh, from this while we're there. Couldn't agree with you more when it comes time for the games, but the NBA made that decision, and now we just have to uh, bereave with them. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. No, I look, it reminds me of uh, another one. I was uh, nine years old when John Lennon died, and one of the famous John Lennon lives life is uh, what happens when you're busy making plans, man. Life's what happens when you're busy making plans. Bobby and Patterson, go, man. Yeah, good morning, guys. Not a good day for me. I mean, when I got the story from my kids, it, you know, it just hit TMZ, and I was like, oh, that's fake news. That's fake news. They know how much I'm a big Laker fan since I was a kid, and, and, uh, it hit me hard, and I was like, nah, it can't be true. It can't be true. Until I started seeing it coming out on CNN, and I was like, oh, man, I was devastated. You know, um, I saw Kobe when he came into the NBA, when he got traded from the Hornets, how sad he was from the Hornets, and how happier he got when he got traded to, to be with Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, uh, you can't ask for a better player, a, a better role model for my kids. Uh, I'm very saddened for his family. Uh, they took two losses, and, and the other families that are lost in the plane also. Uh, today, we're, we're at work. We're wearing purple and gold and uh, representing Kobe. All right, Bobby. Well, thanks for the call, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, people are going to do uh, all these, you know, remember him in, in whatever way you can, right? Uh, Anthony's in Staten Island. Anthony, go, my man. Hey, uh, just, just tragic. I mean, I was. Um, how many times have you taken a shot, you know, in a backyard or just in a trash can, right? Kobe. And you yell Kobe, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. It's just a thing to do, right? And yesterday, I was coaching my kids' basketball game, heard the news, completely shocked. And uh, to come home and to see, you know, I, I never saw his daughters really. I never really paid attention to it like that. And you're watching his, his arms around her and, yeah. and her beautiful smile. I mean, it's just heartbreaking in every way. And, um, just my condolences to, to his family and, and to the rest of the people on the plane. I mean, uh, a loss. Yeah, you know, that's uh, it. absolutely, Anthony. We got to run. Kobe Bryant today. It will be on all the shows. Mike Breen, who was so eloquent yesterday during the Knicks game, he will be on the Michael K show this afternoon. So, as you remember, Kobe Bryant today. Stay tuned to ninety-eight point seven FM. We'll be back tomorrow at five a.m. We'll see you then, guys. This is the Gordon Damer Show on ninety-eight point seven ESPN.